right, so we are back courtside at the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah, where BYU comes back and rallies for a stunning and scintillating 75-73 win over San Francisco. 11 straight wins over the Dons now. And uh, the way the Cougars got this one, Mark, we're, we're going to remember for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, that's almost overwhelming. That's why you love college basketball. It's just never over. You never give up. Amazing things happen. And BYU just found a way. They really struggled in this game. Credit San Francisco. Incredible scout. Dropping back on Yoli. Creating turnovers. Slowing down the game. Playing very physical. And uh, they, they played a great basketball game. And BYU struggled in a lot of areas. But, man, you just... You just can never give up. I mean, it's just uh, you've seen it happen too many times. But that was uh, that's the one for the history books for me, Greg. We've done it 20 years now, and that was as exciting and fun a finish as I, I think we've seen. And uh, credit Elijah Bryant hits the big shot. TJ was terrific down the stretch, and and they they were able to get some good defensive stops where they couldn't get it all night because. Uh, San Francisco just coming off that screen, getting to the rim, scoring. Weren't shooting great from three, but they're scoring really well in the paint off that screen. BYU just didn't have an answer for it tonight, and BYU still found a way to come out and get it done. Well, Mark, with 25 seconds and under 25 seconds to go in regulation, BYU had the ball, and at that moment, 25 seconds, 24 seconds to go. You look up at the scoreboard, it shows 63-57. San Francisco. I mean, you don't win from that. You're down six, under 25 seconds to go. Yoli Child scores to make it a, a four-point game. You're down 63-59, and now there's 22 seconds left. And BYU, as I recall, they got the steal on the ensuing possession. I think that's where they get the steal. And Jasheer Hardnett scores to make it 63-61. He makes the free throw 63-62. USF does lead Sule Boom down the floor for the breakaway with 10 seconds to go, and they go up 65-62. Then, with under 10 seconds to go, Elijah Bryant makes the three-pointer to send this game to overtime at 65. What a make by Elijah. That was a set play, Greg, because TJ actually had a look, and I think it surprised him that he was open, but they're running the play for Elijah. Got it to him right in front of us on the right side. He's able to get some space, and, man, that was pure. Once that left his hands, I had right the angle, and, you know, I'm perfect, and that's in. So BYU gets to overtime at 65, and then the Dons score the first four of overtime. You're 90 seconds in, you haven't scored yet. And BYU finds a way to rally from that deficit and win this thing by two, 75-73. T.J. Haas leads all scorers for BYU with 26, 20 for Childs. So T.J. goes 26 points, four rebounds, seven assists. Childs goes 20 points, nine rebounds. Elijah Bryant in fouling out goes 14 points, 11 rebounds, double-double for Eli. For, uh, Worthington 5, Nixon 5, Hardnet 3, Cannon 2. I say the Hardnet 3 like it's nothing. Jashir Hardnet's 3 points keep BYU in the game. What a make for Jashir at that time. Well, BYU was gambling because they, how they were guarding that full-court defense, but they the gamble paid off. It hurt them when Boom released and scored on them, but, but that was the big one where they were able to get the steal and Jashir able to finish at the rim and draw the foul and get that 3-point play. So, uh, USF gets 21 from Sule Boom in a losing effort. 16 from Frankie Ferrari, and he made big shot after big shot. Wow. He made a huge three late in this game. Uh, uh, it felt like it was going to be something uh, USF could really turn to as kind of a uh, hallmark make, if you will. It was a three that put the Dons up to 72-70 to 70 in overtime is when he hit it. Yeah, dead on, and it was deep, late, and he just stepped up and nailed it. That was impressive. And- both Boom and Ferrari, I mean, great names, and that's how they played. I mean, it was, it was fun to watch them play, 
And uh, again, I, you know, I'm obviously happy BYU won, but uh, you know, San Francisco just played so well, and guys' individual performances and the game plan. That's got to be a heartbreaker for them in the locker room. Renfro 9, Wrighton 9, 5 for Lowe, 4 is for McCarthy and Rotino, 3 for Foster, 2 for Bouye gets you to 73. BYU goes to 75 and wins it. So for the first time this year, USF loses a game it led at halftime. USF did lead 27-26 green in the uniforms, break. man, green uniforms. They should have they gone to gold, right? Uh, they're 2-0 and in their golds and now 1-7 and in their greens, by the way, if you care about the uh, haberdashery for the uh, visitors. So BYU does win it by 2. Uh, they win the uh, second half 39. 38 when the overtime 10 to 8. Other categories of note, BYU did take better care of the ball after halftime. They had real turnover trouble in the first half. In the first half, they had 11 turnovers, cut it down to 8 between overtime, the second half and overtime. BYU 13 assists, 19 turnovers, not a great ratio, but they got better after halftime. Uh, 13 assists on 25 makes. USF 15 assists, 60, uh, 16 turnovers. BYU outboards the uh, Dons by 8, 39 to 31. BYU shoots 46%, the Dons 44. BYU 37% from three, Dons 27. BYU 78 from the free throw line, Dons 61. So they outshoot the Dons field, arc, and stripe. And free throws late were really decisive for BYU. The Cougars went on a really nice run from the free throw line. At one point, Mark, they were 10 for 15. They finished by going 8 for 8 down the stretch. They win the game in part because they made their free throws down the stretch, all eight of them, and finished 18 for 23. And of note, all 23 free throws taken and all 18 free throws made came after halftime. There were no free throw attempts for BYU in the first half of this game. Leading rebounder for BYU, Bryant with 11. Childs had 9. Uh, leading rebounder for USF, uh, Lull with 7. Assists for USF, leading assist man Ferrari with a half dozen and uh, TJ Haas with 7 to pace BYU. Miscellaneous categories. BYU ends up uh, minus 2 in the paint. USF wins it there 30-28. to 28. USF points off of turnovers was 28-21, but that margin narrowed as the game went along as BYU was being kind of drilled there early but made it more manageable late. Second chance, BYU plus 4. Uh, fast break, USF plus 4. Bench, USF plus 30, 37-7. And as I recall, one of the biggest uh, baskets of the night, I think, for BYU came on a second chance late in the game with Yoli perhaps converting down low. Uh, Ten ties, 15 lead changes. Large lead for USF, seven. Large lead for BYU, five. BYU had the lead for only 14 minutes and seven seconds in this 45-minute game. Less than a third of the game, BYU led, and the Cougars hang on to win this thing, come back to win this one. And look at that, Matt Richardson, BYU's vice president, goes two for two in the lucky tie this week. I thought it was a one-time deal on Thursday. And he brought it out Saturday. You know what? That was the reason. I thought it was not going to be here today. I thought it was maybe not till Gonzaga, but he wore back-to-back games this week, and it's back-to-back wins. We thank Vice President Matthew O. Richardson for his good luck and good karma today in this 75-73 win, BYU over San Francisco. Hey, let's take a look at our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin Discover, the best you. What has Mark discovered in tonight's numbers? Well, you mentioned the turnovers and the points off of turnovers, uh, and it was pretty pretty bad in the first half. Uh, in the first half, 19-6 for... Uh, San Francisco, and they only had four turnovers. BYU had 11, and you end up uh, in, in the second half, BYU uh, created 12 turnovers to just giving up eight. So not a great number, but they reversed it, and they scored 13 points uh, off of their turnovers and only eight for San Francisco. So as bad as it was, they kind of came back 9 nine and 15 in the second half. So they reversed that. So as bad as it was, it helped them kind of save this game. But isn't it amazing, Greg? I mean, if Elijah misses that shot, I mean, it's just, it's disaster. 
it was just, you lost at San Francisco at home. And, and that was jubilation. It's a crazy sport, this basketball. You, you snatch uh, joy out of uh, disaster, and BYU did that. And, you know, we've had games where it went the other way, but it's a lot more fun on this side of it. Wow, what a what an afternoon! I'd say what a night, but it's uh, the rare. It's, it's a Saturday matinee, and the Cougars had a, ha, made it last a little longer tonight by going to overtime and winning it by a score of 75 to 73. Wow, this could be big in so many ways for BYU. But you look at the fact that San Diego lost today at Santa Clara, and now the Cougars have a two-game lead over the Toreros in the fight for third place. Game and a half on Pacific, which plays later tonight. So Pacific could hang within a game of BYU with a win. But what a big game considering what San Diego did today. And that game a week from today at the Jenny Craig Pavilion looms large now for BYU and USD. But uh, really something you can build off of and, and use late in the season. Cougars go to 9-5 and five in league and go to 20-7 and seven on the year. So it's 20 wins or more for Dave Rose in a 13th consecutive season, every season of his tenure. And he's one of the very, very best coaches in the game at uh, stringing these 20-win seasons together. It's all, it's all he knows. And I hope uh, Cougar fans don't take for granted the fact that since he's been your head coach, he's never done anything but win 20 or more every year of his tenure. And that's hard to do. How do we know it's so hard? Well, look at who the guys who've done it. Not very many. And they're all the biggest names in the game. You say, well, it's, you know, anyone can. No, not anyone can do it. If anyone could do it, everyone do would it. be doing yeah. it. And it's not being done except by a select few. And Dave Rose gets there today in career win number 325, a mini milestone win for Dave Rose. So what a happy day. We'll come back and continue it with uh, courtside coverage from here at the Marriott Center. Jason Shepard's coming up next with Cougar Post Game Live here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Well, that was fun. BYU gets the win. What a game. 75-73 in overtime over the Dons of San Francisco. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. We'll get you back over to the Marriott Center coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on other games going on right now in the West Coast Conference in Los Angeles. LMU taking on Pepperdine. Four-point lead for the Lions. 31-27. Four minutes to go in the first half. A couple of other final and this is a big one for BYU. Santa Clara outscores San Diego in the second half, 43-28. to The Broncos defeat the Toreros, 70-64. to That now puts the Toreros at 7-7, seven seven, two full games behind BYU in that race for third in the West Coast Conference. Big, big loss for San Diego. Good things for BYU. Coming up later on tonight, Portland on the road at Pacific. Now, Pacific is a game and a half behind BYU. Hopefully, uh, Portland can go into uh, Stockton and beat the Tigers tonight. We shall see. The big marquee matchup in the conference is in Moraga. Number 11, St. Mary's hosting number 12, Gonzaga. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock Mountain Time on ESPN2. Top 25 action. Games going on now. Ten and a half minutes to go in the first half. In Columbus, number 14, Ohio State is trailing Iowa. Hawkeyes with a 16-15 lead. Nearing halftime. 
at Tuscaloosa, Alabama, leading 15th-ranked Tennessee 30-22. Also number 22, Wichita State, with a 29-18 lead over UConn. That game, uh, nine and a half minutes to go in the first half. Also nine minutes in the first half, Virginia Tech has a 16-13 lead at number two, Virginia. Everything else so far is a final. Number one, Villanova defeating Butler 86-75. Number four, Michigan State upsets number three, Purdue 68-65. Number five, Xavier, one better than Creighton at 72-71. Auburn wins at Georgia 78-61. The Baylor Bears upset 10th-ranked Kansas 80-64. Iowa State defeats number 17, Oklahoma 88 to 80. Oklahoma State wins at number 19, West Virginia 88 to 85. Number 21, North Carolina gets the win at NC State 96 to 89. Boston College 72 on to 70 over number 25 Miami. Later on tonight you have number 7 Texas Tech at K-State. San Diego State at number 23 Nevada. Number 24 Kentucky at Texas A&M. And then number 13 Arizona hosts USC in Tucson. Coming up on the other side we'll let you know how the BYU women's basketball team is faring at San Francisco. In fact, you know what? Let's take a quick little peek here. Uh, 40 seconds to go in this one. I will tell you it is a tied game. We'll see what happens after the break. BYU defeats San Francisco 75-73 in overtime. We'll update you on the women's score when we come back on Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. Nice win for the BYU Cougars. They rally, they fight, they claw back, win in overtime over San Francisco, 75-73. We'll get you to the Marriott Center coming up in just a second. Let's check in on BYU women's basketball. They were tied 59-59 with about 20 seconds to go. The freshman, Paisley Johnson, hits two free throws. BYU now up to 61-59, eight seconds to go. The Cougars looking to go two for two against the Dons today. Yeah, if this goes final before I wrap things up, I'll I'll let, uh, let you know, but right now, BYU wins basketball with a two-point lead at 61-59. Eight seconds to go. Brenna Chase with 21 points. Cassie DeVagere with 24. Elsewhere, the BYU softball team, 19th ranked in the country. They're in the Kajikawa Classic in Arizona, taking on Oregon State earlier today. Beavers defeat the Cougars 14-9. And with four seconds to go, it is 61-61. San Francisco has tied things up. BYU with the chance to win it with four seconds to go. Or maybe they go to overtime and win just like the men did. Again, your final, 75-73. The BYU Cougars win at the Marriott Center today over the Dons of San Francisco in overtime. We will have the Cougar Locker Room Show coming up next. You heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back inside the Marriott Center where 12,815 fans go home happy this afternoon. Overtime winner, BYU over San Francisco by a score of 75-73. to 73. Let's take you back to the last few seconds of regulation. Sule Boom scores on a runout. 
And USF is up by a score of 65-62. 11 seconds to go. TJ Haas, who's our postgame guest here, courts that I think the ball rolls to TJ. Let's pick it up and hear what happened. TJ lets it bounce to him. Picks it up in backcourt. Now down to 10. TJ, front court, left wing. Elijah for three in the tie. That's good. He got it. Elijah Bryant. Got to go. Down to four. Down to three. Ferrari with two and with one. Shoots and misses. Overtime. No foul. They've done it. What? What? Down seven. From down seven in the final minute to force overtime. Elijah Bryant for three. Well, that's how it sounded. How'd it look to you, Teach? Oh, man, it was so fun. Uh, you know, Coach drew up the play and said Eli would be wide open, and he, he was. Uh, Yoli set a great screen. And, you know, if you get Eli open like that, there's there's a pretty good chance that thing's going in. And uh, he got wide open, and it's so exciting to see that ball go through the hoop. Like Mark said, that was pure. Like that was center cut. Mm-hmm. No, it was so fun. And I'm super happy for Eli. That was such a big shot. Well, congratulations, TJ. I mean, those are unusual games, and uh, those are ones that you're going to really remember. And, uh, you know, before we talk too much about all the joy and happiness, I mean, that was a tough game. San Francisco, wow, what a tremendous game they played. Seemed to have a lot of success against you guys getting to the paint. What what were some things that uh, that San Francisco did today maybe surprise you and what they did well? You know, they're super physical, uh, super physical on defense and and I think something they do is, is they speed you up. Uh, they, they trap and they make things difficult and uh, they'll deny that, that easy pass that you know we normally make. And so they, they really can speed you up and, and force you to do things that you, you don't really normally do. And, and they did that a lot to us tonight and you know forced a lot of turnovers and, and they were tough all night. BYU did not take a free throw in the first half. And as you know, uh, free throws are a big part of this BYU offense. Between the second half and overtime, you shot 23 as a team, made 18, which is basically like an average game for you guys. So by the end, it looks normal, but it took a while to get there. Yeah, and and that's that was part of it. You know, at halftime we talked about how we got to be strong and we got to battle through this stuff, and you know, just keep attacking. Uh, if everyone keeps going strong to the basket, eventually we're going to get a few foul calls. We hope, and uh, and we did a good job of that in the second half. BYU was down seven with under a minute to go at the 45 second mark. It's 61-54. to 54. USF's got that lead. You make a three at that point to get it to four points. Once you made that three, now the late-game strategy came into it. Now it's a ball game again, right? Yeah, no. Hit that three. We called timeout, got in our press, um, talked about what we were going to do, and, and we made some some huge plays down the stretch. And, and honestly, it took everyone. Uh, it took all our guys to get that done, and everyone made everyone made a huge play down the stretch. Did By the way, did your three come off a reset, by the way? Uh, I think so. I think it was an I offensive think, board and yeah. kicked out for yep. a three. Right. Well, TJ, you, you've been playing great. You hit, I mean, the three is certainly back for you. And what I really like is the way you're able to really get in the paint and having a lot of success again in the paint. You seem to kind of go hard and then pull back and maybe double clutch and score that almost at will. I know it's a lot harder than it looks, but uh, that's got to feel good that all aspects of your offensive game really seem to be coming together right now. Yeah, it's super nice when you have a guy like Yoli roll into the basket because uh, he takes a lot of attention. And, and you got seven assists because you, uh, because of that. I mean, people come to you, dish it off to Yoli or Luke or 
a Nixon. Right. You know, I, I think, and I've said this all along, it's all about making the right play. And uh, if they're going to help on the big guys and stay with those guys, if I can get into the paint, I feel pretty comfortable with uh, with my shot in there. Um, but if they're, if they're going to help, I, I feel really comfortable also with uh, our big guys scoring around the basket as well. Game high, 26 points for our courtside guest, T.J. Haas. Three of seven from three. Eli was three of six from three. Dalton Nixon added a three. BYU seven of 19 from distance. A 37% night from the arc. And yes, on that T.J. three late, McKay Cannon shot three missed. Zach Selyus beneath the basket got that board, kicked it out to T.J. for the three that made it a game again and really helped BYU get to overtime. We'll come back and have some more comments with T.J. Haas. Courtside, BYU 75. San Francisco 73 in overtime here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, the Cougars make it a back-to-back home win weekend in remarkable fashion here this afternoon. 75-73 is your final score. BYU wins it in overtime. And, and again, the score itself uh, doesn't do justice to the swings we had and the kind of game that was played here today as BYU outlasts the Dons in OT. Tyler, uh, TJ Haas, haven't done that in a while. TJ Haas is our guest here courtside. Uh, 26 points, 4 rebounds, 7 assists for TJ in 40 minutes played of this 45-minute game as BYU now goes to 9-5 and five in league. And maybe just a bit about that for a moment, TJ. This is about a battle down the stretch amongst your league uh, colleagues for positioning and, and finishing as high as you can. Big, big win, especially considering San Diego went on the road today and lost at Santa Clara. These kind of things uh, all matter. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I, I think it's all about momentum and confidence heading into March. And the more games you can win, the more you know games like this that you can come out on top and, and really learn something good about your team, I, I think I think that's that's huge heading into you know tournament play and stuff because I... You know, like you said, Santa Clara beat San Diego. Anyone could beat anyone, and so um, it's all about gaining confidence and and feeling good heading into tournament play. TJ, I'm looking at Jashir's numbers. They weren't great, but uh, he got one of the biggest plays of the game—a three-point play right at the end there. But what does uh, what does Jashir do for this team? And maybe doesn't show up in uh, numbers. Jashir, he's the man. Uh, you know, we there's a lot of great point guards in this league, and he gets put on you know pretty much all of them and uh night in and night out he comes out tough and uh he he plays great defense on those guys and and for that play he made tonight to you know have that mental toughness to stay in that and attack like that at the end of the game is is huge and that should be a huge confidence builder for him you're only a sophomore, but you've had a lot of uh, big games and fun days and nights in this building. 12,000, almost 13,000 people made a lot of noise, especially when this thing got tight and late uh, in regulation and overtime. What a fun environment to be a part of today here at the Marriott Center. Yeah, there, there really is nothing like playing here when this place, uh, you know, gets like that. Uh, there, it, so much energy in the building, and it's so much fun to be in here, and uh, it's so much fun to just feed off of that. And tonight was just a blast at the end, you know, down the stretch. That That's, you know, you couldn't really ask for anything better. Was it a fun couple of minutes in the locker room when you guys all got in there? <laughs> it's it's emotionally draining. Those, those types of games, you know, it's there's so much emotion, and uh, we're super hyped in the locker room, and... Uh, and, it, you know, it's just a, a lot of fun to win like that as a team. Well, now it's about taking this uh, on the road, right? It's a back-to-back road set next week. Your last back-to-back or away from home at Pep. BYU struggled there lately, you know that. Uh, at San Diego, big game for positioning next weekend, but they're all big at this time of year. What about now heading back out on the road for two back-to-backers? 
You know, you got to be ready for every game, no matter who we're playing. Uh, we need to bring the same energy, uh, whether we're home or on the road. It, it's all got to be the same, and you know, we got to take what we did tonight and take that into next week and um, play with a lot of confidence and uh, get a couple wins. You learned from the last back-to-back road swing, the LMU game. The energy wasn't there. You bounce back with good energy at Gonzaga in a loss. You know that you come out like the LMU games. Bad things can happen. So I think you've learned from that, and just a matter of getting it from the get-go now. For sure. Hopefully, we can come out tough and. Uh, you know, we say it all the time, but the first four minutes, you know, before that uh, that media timeout is, is super crucial for us. And, you know, if we can get a few stops and uh, get in our rhythm a little bit offensively, uh, you know, that can set the tone for, for the whole game. Well, great to see you playing the way you are right now personally, and what a win for the team. Big part of it, uh, TJ Haas. Congratulations. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Appreciate it, you guys. That's TJ Haas. We'll come back with coaches' comments next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside to the Marriott Center here in Provo. Almost 13,000 fans on hand to watch BYU defeat USF by a final score of 75-73 in OT. Yes, the Cougars had to go to overtime in this one and get it done. Their second overtime game in the league. St. Mary's got them here in Provo earlier in the season. USF uh, falls today here to BYU. Different vibe, though, from the St. Mary's game to this one in terms of how the Cougars got to overtime and they carried it over and got it done in the extra five minutes. And what a what a win it was in so many ways for BYU. We'll see what it means at the end of the day. But uh, for today, Mark, uh, such good feelings about the way this team rallied and, and got it done the way they did. Yeah, I mean, you got to really enjoy these. Uh, these kind of games don't happen every day, and uh, certainly fun, exciting, and memorable game. And it went from uh, a feeling of despondency, really, with about 30 seconds left, like, man, how did we let this happen, to, to winning a game in that fashion. That's about as big a mood swing as you can get, but certainly a lot of fun, and the guys should celebrate. But uh, there's certainly some things to work on, and so you're not in that situation again, but uh, just such a fun game. Well, Kyle Smith's teams play, played really well. Uh, you get you credit USF for what they did. Uh, they had a, fi- a seven-point lead in the final minute of this game, 61-54, but that big three from TJ makes it a different feel late. Now you can foul and do some things and look for a steal, which they got, and they rally all the way to get it to 65-65 and then win it in overtime. Uh, Carter, let's hear again how that last uh, 30 seconds or last 11 seconds, really, of regulation went to get this game to the extra session if you can. TJ lets it bounce to him, picks it up in backcourt. Now down to 10. TJ, front court, left wing. Elijah for three in the time. That's good. He got it. Elijah Bryant. Got to go. Down to four, down to three. Ferrari with two and with one. Shoots and misses. Overtime. No foul. They've done it. What? What? Down seven. Then down seven in the final minute to force overtime. Elijah Bryant for three. Now, there was work to be done. It wasn't a win. It only felt like a win just to get to <laughs> overtime there. Coach Rose is with us courtside now. Uh, Coach, congratulations on uh, a tremendous win. What a way to get it done. And, again, it just felt like he'd won the game. He had work to do. He had five more minutes. But, man, what a way. I, I think the biggest thing was that uh, our guys, 
it's just it, it's such a such a grind. It's a grind, and and you know you get yourself down like that, and we can't make a shot, and it's hard to to get them you know their spirits to where they believe that they can you know actually get this done. And I I, I think that that shot by Tej, like you said, that shot. Uh, you know, when he hit that three after two or three misses, I think it was a miss and a rebound out and a miss and another rebound out. And then Teach buried it. And then the guy's got a little bit of life to him. But, you know, the three by Eli, you know, gave us a lot of life. And still, it, it still wasn't done. I mean, we had a lot of work today. Ferrari was hit a huge three in, you know, in uh, in that overtime and from deep. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those one of those wins that, uh, you know, you kind of remember forever and i feel for kyle i mean he his, his team played played really well and they were physical and they were you know they executed well and you know bomb and and ferrari both had huge offensive nights where and usually when that happens they win you know that's uh kind of a sign for them but uh you know we'll take the win and and uh learn from it move move on move forward of all the great things that had to happen to win the game today Zach Selyus has two rebounds on the night. The one offensive rebound he has is the one that kicks it out to TJ for that three off the miss from McKay. That's huge when that happens, and Jashir Hardnett makes one shot from the field all night, and it's part of a three-point play that puts you where you need to be late. So two little plays from numbers that kind of disappear in the box score, but without them you don't win. Yeah, and, and you know, there's there's so much going on, you know, in, in those kind of situations, and you need... You know, you need to have so many things happen. I mean, that trap that we got on, and I think the the guy who we trapped thought we were going to foul him, and we we weren't going to foul till the front court, and and uh, we wanted to steal that thing, and and Eli just kind of ripped it out and yeah. got it to Sheer, and, and and Sheer makes the basket, and the the, the 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 one gets the free throw, and makes it, and and then and then they're lining up, you know, and 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 we we decide to put the guy on the ball to try to make it harder. And I know I know that we've got issues with them going deep, but them going deep and scoring allows us to have time to tie it, you know. And it's sometimes that when you when when you try to keep a guy deep and and then they throw it in front of you, you have something happen where you don't get the foul called, or and then there's not enough time to come back. But in anyways, it it just all kind of worked out. So you know, you, there's a lot of those situations uh, in games all year long. And very few of them probably turn out this way. I mean, the, the team with the seven-point lead probably wins most of those games. And, uh, you know, credit to our guys for just hanging in there and making plays. Yeah, really credit to them. You know, you, we've learned over the years never give up and things happen. And uh, it was uh, fun to see that. What, again, you mentioned San Francisco. I thought they played great. What was uh, what were some things that they did tonight uh, that kind of maybe took the team out of what do you wanted to do? Well, they're really physical. They're they're really physical with us, and you know what we thought was open in our reads, uh, they closed it down really quick, and and that's where where we were turning the ball over, and we we were making the right read, you know, for a different kind of uh, you know uh, maybe approach. But these guys were, you know, um, all our passes in the post, they were contesting really hard, and. Uh, anything that we kicked out that was kind of soft, they got a hand on it. Uh, there was somebody open in all these situations. We just seemed to make the the read to the guy that you know made the best uh, defensive play on us. And so we tried to make some adjustments at halftime, and then we came out of, uh, of the locker room and the first two passes straight to the other team again. And so we, you know, it was uh, it was one of those nights where you knew you were going to have to you know find some. Um, 
you know, some crazy way to, to, to figure out a way to finish it and, and get a win. And for a while there, it looked pretty bleak. Well, Coach, the uh, points off a of turnovers number does end up USF 28 and BYU 21. But when you consider the fact it was 19 to 6 at halftime, that means that you had the advantage there 15 to 9 the rest of the way. And that that that, that turnaround actually was a big part of this win. Well, you figure that you know if we turned it over twice in the first you know minute of the first half, that means 13. So we we had 13 turnovers with 21 minutes to go, and then we played the last 24 minutes, whatever the number, 26 minutes. Uh, where we only turned it over six times, so we got we got better at it, and it worked, you know, kind of in our favor. We did turn them over quite a few times, but um, you know, it's uh, it's 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 a good it's just a good win for the guys. It's one of those things where in February you're you're always grinding and you're trying to find the second time through, and you're trying to deal with the emotions of all your players. Some of them are. Maybe a little overconfident. Some of them are a little bit upset of their role. I mean, you got so many things that you're trying to deal with, and to be able to come out and and and, and grind a wind out like that. Hopefully, it'll it'll help our uh, you know our chemistry moving forward. All right, closing comments from Coach Rose are coming up. BYU 75, USF 73 in OT here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. BYU 75, San Francisco 73, our score in overtime today here at the Marriott Center. BYU's now beaten the Dons 11 consecutive times as the Cougars this year go to 9-5 and five in the league and 20-7 and seven on the year. Coach Dave Rose with us. Coach Dave Rose, your 13th season at BYU. You've won 20 or more games in every season. And today's career win, number 325. I like the little mini milestones, if you will. And so congratulations to you to those, for those numbers. And more than anything else, uh, I, I hope you'd uh, just acknowledge the, the consistency with which your program plays to get to where you are year to year. It's tough to do. Well, thanks, Greg. I I, uh, I, I, I just know it's really hard to win games. And it doesn't matter where you're playing or where you're coaching that uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a real challenge. And then I give... You know, all the credit to these players who have been through here and especially the assistant coaches. I mean, my goodness, they, they spend hours and hours uh, trying to help us, trying to help us get an advantage somehow. And so uh, we got a lot to play for here still, and there's a lot of games left, and hopefully that uh, we can finish this thing as one of the better seasons we've had. I, I really like this team. I like how we're prepared. Um, you know, the, these... Uh, you know, the, this, the, this test through the second time through will, will really... Uh, help us grow uh, and grow up a little bit. We're playing a lot of young guys, and hopefully that um, we can just keep learning and keep getting better each day. So, Coach, uh, when, when you're in that situation, you're down three, 10, 11 seconds, and uh, TJ said you well, called a play, and Elijah's going to be open, and he was open. But how, how do you kind of manage that? Is there a play already in your mind? You, I, I know you work on those kind of situations a lot in practice, but uh, who, who decides what and, and uh, how does that all work? Well, it was it was great execution. I, I think that, uh, you know, the the screen by Yo was was perfect. The timing that, that TJ used to get that ball and, uh, you know, they, they go under that flare and he steps behind it. And, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's there's things that we do a lot day after day after day. And you don't know which, you know, which uh, you know, call you're actually going to, you know, make during that time. And coaches just get together, and we all first thing is who do you want to shoot it. Second one is, you know, we and usually it's, it's sometimes it's a two or a three, but in this case there was no question we need to shoot a three. And so, uh, you know, we 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 kind of go through 
two or three options, and and this was the one that we, you know we all said, hey, let's do it, let's go, and then we get in the huddle, and we, we that was I think it was a 30 second timeout, so we were all standing there and drew that thing up and got great execution. I, I think you know there's a couple things that are really important with this team and kind of buzzwords that are that we talk about is uh, you know toughness and and discipline and togetherness and. And, and that discipline to actually be able to execute that play in that situation to get that type of shot and then be able to, to finish it, 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 it says a lot about the team. Well, TJ had the ball in his hands at the end of regulation to get the ball to Eli for the tie. And TJ had the ball in his hands at the end of overtime and got bumped by Boom out front and then made those you know, two two free throws in overtime with four seconds to go. There's a lot going into those. He knocked them down. Yeah, and it's, you know, you know we, we've, we've probably said more than we need to say about the officials but uh, I, I do believe you know I mean we didn't shoot any free throws in the first half and 23 in the second that yeah. the kids have to get used to the players have to adjust to that and and I think Teej would probably tell you there was a lot of plays in that game where he actually probably got hit harder than he did when Boom was trying to steal that thing but hey you got to you, you know there's a lot of conversation in our huddles about dealing mentally dealing with what's happening and if if you're not getting calls you got to fight through it and it can't intimidate you for the next play if you think it's, you're going to get a call you're not going to get a call you got to kind of check that aside and then you know go uh, you know go execute like 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 we practiced and and then um, you know we Getting fouled was important, but then, you know, making those free throws yeah. really, really important. So good for him. And he had 26 tonight. Well, it's all about uh, finishing with as good a record as you possibly can. You're at 9-5 and five in the league now. And San Diego uh, lost at Santa Clara today, Coach Rose. Uh, they're now two games back of you. The Toreros are. Pacific's a game and a half back, and the Tigers are home to Portland tonight. And then you, you go on the road now. Pepperdine and San Diego. And look at the waves uh, in L.A., giving the uh, Lions a game, 51-50 LMU in the second half there. Yeah, that game went right down to the buzzer the last time they played played i think it was a three-point game and they fouled yeah. lmu fouled and the guy goes to the free throw line makes the first misses the second tips it out hits the three game off so that probably go right down to the wire again i would bet it's hard to win games it's not it's you know it's a you know, an, an, an interesting game and and you know you we, we we had a game like this. It reminded me years and years ago against TCU. Down uh, nine under a minute to go. We were we were in a really tough situation, and we had guys make big plays and and bail it out. And and and, and hopefully, what what I what I really truly honestly feel is that this is a young team. They're doing this, you know, for the for the first time, you know, as as a group. You know, Eli and and TJ and and Yo played a lot last year, but Eli was you know, in and out of the lineup a lot because of injuries. And so this is really the first time we're going through this. And, and you bank something like this where you come back, you you, you, you can, you know, go back and, and believe that, hey, not only can we do this as a team, but it can happen to you if you don't execute properly or whatever the, the situation is. So uh, a, a good, a, you know, really, really good win, but uh, something that we can really learn from. Well, Coach, congratulations on the victory, the 20th of the year, the 320th of your career. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, do, and we'll see you next week. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Dave Rose. We'll come back and wrap it up here from Kyle Smith, too, here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
behind 26 points from T.J. Hodge, 20 from Yoli Childs, 14 from Elijah Bryant, including a double-double, 14 points, 11 rebounds for Eli, and the game tying three in the closing seconds. BYU goes on to defeat San Francisco 75-73 in OT. The head coach of the Dons is Kyle Smith, his team, not all of his, of course, because there were some Rex Walters teams in there as well, but uh, USF's now lost 11 straight games to BYU, but man, the Dons give BYU a game. It's a grind, and... and uh, Don's had the Cougars down in the final eight minutes on the hilltop before BYU came back to win. Don's had the Cougars down seven in the final minute today before the Cougars came back to win. Coach Kyle Smith now with some uh, post-game comments. Our thanks to intern Michael Shreve for getting with Coach Smith a short time ago. Now the coach, uh, the comments of USF coach Kyle Smith. Great college basketball game. Yeah, we played pretty well. Let it get away from us. To the, this place we had that we they made a little desperation. We didn't. We didn't hang on to our guts. And uh, credit to them making uh, Brian hit a big three and always had some big free throws. What difference did you see from this game to last game? Not much. It was a good game. They were they where Yoli made some big plays late um, at our place and it was a tight game. And they kind of pulled pulled it out. And then this game, uh, we did. Get, I felt like we did a better job on them late. Yeah. Um, we were, we, did, we we were able to score on them. I thought a little a little easier. Uh, whatever. We seemed like we got some drives and stuff. And, yeah. and, uh, had some had some success that way. It, yeah. It appeared BYU was kind of struggling defending your dribble penetration. Yeah. Was that something you seen on well. film? Yeah. No. I mean, Sule's good freshman, yeah. and uh, I don't think he, he wasn't. I think they did a great job on him the first time, and. and uh, and, you know, he's got to learn and grow from that. And um, he made some big plays for us. Speaking of that final play, um, you know, Bryant hit of regulation, um, what were you guys trying to do? No I mean, threes. Yeah. Not to give one up or anything but that. And the guy broke down. Patino went under screen. We're supposed to go over it. And we're okay if they shoot a layup there or anything. Anything but shoot it. Even fouling them, it's not the end of the world on the three. It's not the end of the world. You're going to have to make three, and you're going to get the ball back, get a shot. So, but uh, it was a little too much. It was hard to do. 11 seconds, I don't. I think that's too much. 12 seconds, a little too early to play the thing. And our deal is if it's under six, yeah. if you get them on the floor, you get them. But they kind of, I'd have to look at the play. I know they went like a dribble handoff. We were switching out. We were supposed to switch that or go over it. Either way, um, didn't communicate that one. Um, he went under, and Brian got a good look, and he's a really good player to make that shot. All right, there it is, uh, Coach Kyle Smith. Thanks to Michael Shree for those postgame comments with Coach Smith. BYU wins it by a score of 75-73. It was OT. Uh, it, the BYU wins it in, and Elijah Bryant did make that big three at the end of regulation to get it to the extra session. And as Coach uh, Smith noted, uh, Eli's a good player, good three-point shooter too. His three-point number on the year is uh, sitting in the mid-40s. And Elijah had another good game today from three, three of six from distance, part of his 14-point night. So we'll see uh, Coach Smith and the Dons down in Las Vegas. You never know. This could end up being a, a first-round matchup, uh, depending on how things shake out. It wouldn't be uh, uh, too crazy to think about right now, uh, the way both teams are positioned currently, but we'll see what shakes out here in the final two weekends of league play. So tell you what we've got so far in terms of uh, finals and how things stand in the WCC in terms of standings after the action this afternoon. So earlier today, it was Santa Clara 
uh, mild upset over San Diego, even though the uh, Broncos were at home. I'm not sure it would have been favored there, but either way, Santa Clara 70 and San Diego 64. I'll consider it an upset based on how San Diego's played this year. Uh, San Diego falls to 7-7 seven and seven with that loss, and Santa Clara goes to 6-8. and eight. So for the time being, San Diego is a solo fifth, and Santa Clara goes to a tie for sixth with, US, with USF, which loses at BYU 75-73. So Cougars go to 9-5. and five. And the uh, Dons fall to 6-8. and eight. And then underway and in Los Angeles, LMU leading Pepperdine. That's a meeting of the uh, two cellar dwellers. Uh, Pepperdine at 1-12, and 12, LMU at 2-11. and 11. And currently the Lions have a 59-52 lead at the under 12 there in Los Angeles. St. Mary's 13-0, Gonzaga 12-1. They meet tonight in Moraga. So solo first for St. Mary's, solo second for Gonzaga. Solo third for BYU. Currently a game and a half up on Pacific and a two-game lead on San Diego. So the Toreros lost today at Santa Clara may prove crucial. Pacific does host Portland tonight. So Tigers are right now solo fifth at 7-6. and six. Then you've got USF Santa Clara 6-8 and eight as they're tied for sixth. And then down at eighth place all by itself is Portland 4-9. and nine. And again, the Pilots play at Pacific this evening. That is up and down the WCC. And uh, BYU a game and a half lead over fourth place right now as they try to finish as high as they can in the West Coast Conference. Let's wrap it up and give all of our thank yous here as we uh, get out of here. And we uh, tell you that the next two games for BYU are on the road next week. It is BYU at Pepperdine and BYU at San Diego. The game at Pepperdine will be an 8 o'clock Mountain Time tip, 7 o'clock Mountain Time pregame. And at San Diego, it'll be a 2 o'clock Mountain Time tip with a 1 o'clock pregame. And between now and then, we've got the Dave Rose Coaches Show, BYU Basketball with Dave Rose. Go to BYUCougars.com slash Rose Show. That's BYUCougars.com slash Rose Show. And request your free seats for our show Tuesday evening at Studio C and BYU TV. Heath Schroyer, BYU's associate head coach, will be our guest on Tuesday evening. So Coach Schroyer, Coach Rose, and me in Studio C, love to see you there. Get your seats at byucougars.com slash Rose Show. That's our schedule for next week. Thanks to all those out in Cougar Nation listening in today. What a wild one we had. What a fun game it was to call, especially down the stretch. Appreciate you tuning in. Back east, our control board operator, Carter Malloy, our network manager, Mike Tingle, our coordinating producer, Dave Shook. Our BYU broadcasting control board operator is Carter Malloy, and Jason Shepard, as always, is our studio host. Our interns working today were Tanner Wilkinson and Michael Shreve. Tanner was also doubling as our statistician for today, so appreciation to Tanner for that. My color comment colleague is Mr. Mark Durant. The SIDs, the Basketball Media Relations Directors for BYU and USF. We thank them, Kyle Chilton and Matt Fontenot. Appreciate their help in uh, pregame, postgame, and in-game preparation for us. And my name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you all again for tuning in. Final score, BYU 75 and San Francisco 73 in overtime. A stunning last-minute comeback for the Cougars. Down seven in the final minute to come back and win it in the extra session. So that'll do it. In the meantime and in between time, thanks for tuning in to BYU Basketball. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network, goodbye and so long from Provo, Utah.